Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, report were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. And I just need you to take this down. Unless we're going to find some artists that can, I don't know, erect that black man so he can stand up on his two feet <laughs> and actually, you know, have his hand out, put some clothes on him, and they can be shaking hands. And by the way, these are violent people that took it over. These are not people that are nice people. I saw her on your network today, John. I saw what went on with the hitting and the punching and the beating and all the other things going on in Seattle. And you have a governor that doesn't do a damn thing about it. You have a president about to have a super spreader event in Tulsa. The fact that he's asking for informed consent of his supporters before a rally where there's going to be no social distancing or masking is egregious. I want you to find by the end, by the time you leave, this autonomous zone, I want you to give $10 to one African-American person from this autonomous zone. It's just really strange to me because it feels like we would much rather pay tribute to this fictional black man on his knees rather than celebrate some of the actual real-life black men. Like, I don't know, here in Boston, Christmas Atticus. 617-266-6868 is the number here. Welcome to VB in the Middle. Today it's Sandy Shack filling in for VB, who is off this week. It is a breathtaking day here in Boston. How can anything be wrong anywhere on such a beautiful day? I hope the weather is a good harbinger or a harbinger of good things uh, to come. Um, we're going to talk about you know, Seattle's Chaz or Chop or whatever the appropriate name is at this point in time um, later in the show. Uh, but I wanted to talk today about something a little closer to home, maybe. The focus recently uh, has been in our country on systemic racism since the killing of, of George Floyd and now the Atlanta shooting. Um, and the issue has arisen here and in a lot of other cities about what to do about reminders of unsavory aspects of our history. Um, over the past decade or so, there have been a number of efforts to remove Confederate statues, to rename buildings, parks, streets that were named after slaveholders. Some of those efforts have been successful, some have not. There is no doubt that statues can be offensive and can be a trigger for a lot of people. In Boston, we have had issues in the past with, for instance, the renaming of Faneuil Hall. That is still up and being discussed. It was named after a slave trader. Um, recently, last December, in fact, Roxbury's Dudley Square, uh, which was named after Thomas Dudley. He was a uh, puritanical, I think he was second governor of uh, Massachusetts, or at the time it was the Massachusetts Bay Colony. He's best known for uh, some very positive things, establishing Roxbury Latin School, um, and he established the city of Cambridge. 
but he also allowed the passage of laws that permitted slavery, and his family labor, later uh, enabled the slave trade. So, you know, people are, who, especially people who live there, uh, were not particularly happy living off of Dudley Square and mounted a petition effort to change it into Nubian Square, which was successful. So last December, it became Nubian Square, paying tribute to um, the ancient Northeastern African region. Uh, so this is an example of a group who uh, basically got together and decided how to peacefully get their point across that they were offended and made a positive change. And I would say, well done to you. Um, that, that is an example of how you make changes for the better. It makes them happy to call it Nubian Square, and they made a move to do it, and they did it well. Uh, but then we have other examples in the, uh, of things not done so well or so peacefully or so thoughtfully. Uh, and we have more and more examples of that in our day-to-day -day lives as we are looking around our country, as we're striving for change right now. And, and one example of that that was here in Boston is the statue of Christopher Columbus that was beheaded, the one in the North End. Um, and I understand that according to Native American advocates, the statue was a sign of white oppression uh, for indigenous people. But I think the response should be in regard to Christopher Columbus is let's talk about it. Let's not vandalize it. Uh, because there are a number of people who believe that that's not what Columbus stands for. And I think there needs to be a discussion as to how we can uphold uh, Italian heritage and pride in Columbus and yet still not be offensive to uh, the indigenous population. Vandalizing is a form of violence and bullying. And if you don't like the statute, you need to get together a petition drive like they did for Nubian Square and make a move to do something or do something using channels to do something. Um, on the, on the uh, drive, there's a drive going on right now over another statue in Boston. It's the Lincoln Emancipation statue. If you are unfamiliar with that particular statue, and I was not that familiar with it until this till this started happening, till the move to do something about this statue happened. I didn't know that much about it. Um, but it's the Emancipation Memorial. It's also known as the Freedman's Memorial or the Emancipation Group. It's sometimes called the Lincoln Memorial. Uh, there are multiple copies of it, one of which is here in Boston. It was designed and sculpted by Thomas Ball, and it was first erected in Washington in 1876, I believe. And it depicts Abraham Lincoln in his role as the you know, great emancipator. And he is seen freeing a male African-American slave who was modeled on a gentleman named Archer Alexander. And he is the, the slave in the statues depicted on one knee with one fist clenched. He's shirtless and he is shackled at the president's feet. Now, initially, the design of uh, the statue was uh, much different. It was Lincoln on top of a central pillar flanked by smaller pillars topped with black Civil War soldiers and, and other 
figures, but that was decided it was too expensive. And so it wasn't, um, it wasn't deemed to be the appropriate stature. They just didn't have the money to do it. So that's how this current design uh, happened, where you have Lincoln and the shackles, and there's all sorts of hidden meaning in the pedestal that Lincoln is leaning on, and it's it's uh, pretty complicated from what um, from what I stand from what I understand. The funding drive for the monument started. Um, according to newspaper accounts of the time, with $5 given by a former slave by the name of Charlotte Scott who of Virginia, who was living with the family of her former master in Marietta, Ohio, for the purpose of you know, creating a memorial honoring Lincoln. She gave the $5. Then a group called the Western Sanitary Commission, which was out of St. Louis, and a war relief agency joined in uh, to the to the process. This is according to the National Park Service. And they collected money from former slaves. And the monument was paid for solely by former slaves. And it was, uh, you know, supposed to be for their design what they wanted. Um, But that's not what happened. Because as I said, the initial design ended up being uh, too complicated or uh, too expensive. So they moved on to this other uh, to another design, and Ball's design was chosen with the shackled slave at Lincoln's feet. Um, Lincoln holds a copy of the Emancipation Proclamation. The document rests on that plinth, which has you know George Washington's profile on it, and you know there's a there's a plaque in the monument, you know named the Freedom Memorial, and that was erected in D.C. Then in 1879, Moses Kimball. Um, donated a copy of the statue to Boston, and that's the one that sits in Park Square. Uh, there was another version that was brought to Methuen, Massachusetts, in the town hall atrium. I don't know if that's still there or not. And then there was another copy of it in uh, at the University of Wisconsin in Madison. So the commission, you know, did all the designing. The people who, who raised the money for the statute uh, really had no say in the final design which many, many people, and myself included, find the depiction of the former slave is that of a supplicant. He appears inferior, and the statute uh, has you know, a certain racist tone to it, which I don't particularly find appealing. Um, and if I were black, I can imagine I'm not black, so I don't have that perspective, but I can imagine that if I were, I would find it somewhat oppressive. Um, it's not Lincoln. That's the problem here. You know, you see these headlines, the Lincoln statue, you know, they want to tear down the Lincoln statue. It's not Lincoln. That's the problem. It's the position of the man at his feet, um, who is, he's kneeling, uh, and he's, you know, Lincoln is above him and he's has shackles and it's, it's, you know, I can see where if you're a child seeing that you would be, what the hell, um, is that? you know, what I'm supposed to be. And I can understand why people who aren't children who, you know, it makes me uncomfortable and I'm a white woman. So I can imagine if you're a black woman or if you're a black man, you might find this extremely disconcerting to see this statue. Now, I think instead of vandalizing the statue, you know, people who feel strongly about it um, have have, uh, taken another path. 
what they have done instead is organized a petition drive that's spearheaded by a gentleman named Tory Bullock to rename the statue. It has thousands of signatures right at the moment. It's an online petition. And basically it, what it says online is do not, do not donate money to this cause. I don't need money, just your signature. My name is Tory Bullock. I've been watching this man on his knees since I was a kid. It's supposed to represent freedom, but instead represents us still beneath someone else. I would always ask myself if he's free, why is he still on his knees? No, could, no kid should have to ask themselves that question. I agree with that. And I want to know if you agree with that. And we're going to talk about this and maybe hear from Tory Bullock on the other side. We're going to take a break. I'm Nancy Shack. This is VB in the Middle, and this is WRKO. is the number here. I'm Sandy Shack. I'm sitting in for VB, who is off for the week. There's a lot of ads. I don't know if you heard them on for podcasts. I have a podcast. Just thought I would I would bring that up. It's called News Bite. I do it with Ben Parker from WBZ. It's on the iHeart platform. If you're so interested, give it a shot. We talk about various news uh, news sound clips that we liked from the week or that we find interesting from the week. So give it a listen and see what you think. We are talking about removing the Lincoln Emancipation Statue. I had seen the headlines that people were going after the Lincoln statue, and I thought, that's wrong. What is Lincoln? You know, why would you not be against Lincoln? It's not Lincoln. That's the problem in the statue. It's the fact that there is a kneeling slave at his feet, and that's what the problem is with the statue. I'm not a big believer in erasing history and in uh, taking down things you don't like, but there's a difference between... Christopher Columbus, who the Native Americans say is indigenous, so by his very nature, he is, they think he's offensive, and other people don't think he's offensive, and a statue of Lincoln with a kneeling slave, which by its, Lincoln is fine. It's the statue, not the person, that's the problem. That's a different issue for me. And in this particular case, uh, a petition has been started by Tory Bullock, is his name, uh, to remove the statue. And he's very eloquent very uh, impassioned and very um, graceful in how he presents the problem that he has with a statue. And he posted this video on his Facebook page, which lays out the argument for getting rid of the statue. And I thought I would share some of that with you. Um, And he lays it right out there why this is an offensive statue. Cut number 67, Lightning. Freedman was on his hands and knees when he should have been standing up because he was now equal to all the people around him. When you look at this statue, do you see a free man? No. What you see is a white savior helping bring these savages to life because without us, these savages wouldn't know what to do. They would be on their hands and knees and still in chains, but thanks to Lincoln, we got the job done. No. Hmm. I think that's very straight to the point, don't you? I mean, I, I can understand his absolutely his position there. And I found it, once I saw the statue, I found it a little disquieting myself. And I don't have the perspective or the racial history that he does to find it really un, uncomfortable. Uh, he, he also shared some thoughts about, you know, what he'd like to do with the statue. Cut 65. And I just need you to take this down. Unless we're going to find some artist that can, I don't know, erect that black man so he can stand up on his two feet <laughs> and actually, you know, 
have his hand out, put some clothes on him, and they can be shaking hands. Or Lincoln can be sitting down, and the black man can be walking out the office like, oh, and he just gives him the nod. Now, wouldn't it be nice if we could change the statue to make it a more positive? But, you know, that's not going to happen. So as a more realistic thing about what to do with it, he had another suggestion. Cut 68 lining. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to come down here with a big old black crane. And I want you to bring that black hand down and grab and scoop this statue up. And then I want you to mm, pull it up from its roots. And then I want you to shine that statue up real nice. Turn it sideways and then take all these crazy statues that people have been tearing apart. I don't want you to throw them away. I don't want you to burn them. I don't want you to melt them. What I want you to do is put them into a big old warehouse, a big old white warehouse. White doors, white floors, white windows, white carpets. We need to take all these racist iconography that we have and put them inside of a museum called crazy stuff that white people used to believe in. Okay, so I am down with the idea of moving it into a museum. That's where I think a lot of these statues, like a lot of the Confederate statues that are causing a huge consternation, should be moved. They should be moved to an area um, which has an educational purpose and explanations as to why these statues were put up and why they were taken down. I think that's a good idea. Uh, doing a big old white warehouse with a white door for, you know, things that uh, stupid things people that white people used to believe in, I think is, you know, no. I think that's actually a racism of another form. Um, but so I, I wouldn't do that. But you can call it, you know, stupid things that people believed in and without, you know, without putting a racial connotation on it and explain on each statue why this was offensive to one race or why this was offensive to one group of people, be it women, be it a religion, be it whatever. I don't I don't have a problem with that. I think that's the appropriate thing uh, to do. But um, I want to know from you is what do you think? Is this the appropriate thing to do? Should we take the statue down? Now, Mr. Bullock had another suggestion about replacing the statue with something maybe more appropriate if you wanted to do something to give a nod to um, emancipated slaves or the people who had survived, you know, that horrific time in our history. And I thought that was a very appropriate thought. Cut 66. It's just really strange to me because it feels like we would much rather pay tribute to this fictional black man on his knees rather than celebrate some of the actual real life black men like, I don't know, here in Boston, Crispus Atticus, who was the first person to die during the Boston Massacre against the British, which also means that he was the first person to die for the American Revolution. And yet there is no, no statues of Crispus Atticus anywhere in Boston. I didn't know that, by the way. There were no statues of Christmas Atticus anywhere. I think that's appalling. Um, and I think that's a very reasonable suggestion of a statue that would be a positive statue to put up somewhere. But my question is, do you agree that it's time to replace the emancipation statue in specifically? And what about the other statues that are under fire? How about Christopher Columbus? Should that be replaced? Or, you know, should should that be should that remain where it is with a plaque on it explaining why some people find it offensive? Is that sufficient? Um, I want to know what you think about this. Where do we draw the line in all of this? Where is a statue depicting a slave in shackles? Uh, that meets the requirement, but Columbus doesn't. I want to know what you think of this. We're going to answer your calls on the other side of the break. This is Sandy Shack. I am in for VB. This is WRKO. 
617-266-6868 is the number here. I'm Sandy Shack sitting in for BB, who's out this week. We're talking about the Lincoln Emancipation Statue and whether it should be removed. Our text number is 70470 if you want to send me a message. We have quite a few already. 508 says, thank you, Sandy, for pointing out the problem with the Lincoln statue. The statue needs to be redone so that the freed slave is standing next to Lincoln as an equal. Yeah, I think that would be uh, absolutely nice. Um, Then let's see, uh, another 508. How does anybody know the sculptor's intent? This man sounds very disturbed. He should use that energy to help black people that are alive, not statues. First of all, I think you can use your energy to do both at the same time. I don't think they're exclusive. And I think his point is that by dealing with the statue, you are helping living uh, black people. That's just my guess, though. You know, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just saying. 617, uh, so freaking sick of hearing from the perpetually offended. What about everyone just lives their lives? I don't believe this guy has been offended for years regarding this. Normal people don't even think about crap like this. Well, um, I beg to differ. I think I'm pretty normal. I think uh, Lightning's pretty normal. John's pretty normal. I think we're all pretty normal. I That's think. a big question, though. Okay, it's a good point, John. Um, Tory Bullock, I think, is pretty normal. Uh, he says this bothers him. Why would you think he would lie about something like that? He seems to be a very straightforward guy. Um, it's his opinion. Just because you're not offended by it doesn't mean somebody else isn't offended by it. And I'm not suggesting that people don't have to live in a world where they're going to be offended by things. There are some things we can change. There are some things we can't change. I don't think all statues should be taken down. I do think a statue with a kneeling slave should be taken down. That's just my opinion, and I'd like to know what yours is. The number again is 617-266-6868. Caroline in Danvers. What do you think about the statue? Hi. Hi, Sandy. Hi. I, I'm hearing a commercial. Um, should I keep talking? Because yes. I'm hearing a commercial. Keep, you while can I'm, keep I'm, talking. I'm... Okay. They're checking the board as as you speak. So go right ahead, okay. Carolyn. Okay. Okay. So what I'm, uh, why, why, why I was compelled to call, I think a lot of people are missing the um, intent of this statue. Um, I want to offer another interpretation of the statue, okay? okay? Yeah. Um, I'm sorry, it's just a commercial world track, but I'll power on. Well, you know what, Caroline, hang on. Let's put you on hold for a second so they can see if they can figure out what the problem is. Um, And I just, I'll just, you know, talk for a second before we go back to it, because I know they're they're trying to figure out why there's a, why there's a feedback there. Um, I think there is a difference between Uh, the statue, the emancipation statue, and say Christopher Columbus. And a lot of people will say, well, that's hypocritical, I think, because um, a certain amount of uh, people are uh, disrupted or offended by Christopher Columbus. And okay, it's, but it's, it's the nature of the statue that I have an issue with, with the emancipation, not, not the people that are involved in it. In other words, if you want to have this gentleman who's a former slave, the statue, that's fine. Lincoln's fine. It's their position to each other that can, leaves the impression that the slave is kneeling before, uh, before Abraham Lincoln. And, that is offensive to people. If these were your ancestors who were kneeling in front of a president, wouldn't you be offended by that, is my question. This is different from Christopher Columbus and who he is. 
um, as somebody who came, was an explorer who came to this country, that's a, that's a different thing for me. Maybe you think I'm wrong. Tell me if you do think I'm wrong. And let's try Caroline again and see if it works. Caroline, how are you doing? Hey. Oh, hi. Thank you so much. And, and everything's great. Thank oh, you. Oh, good. Thank you. No and problem. I, okay. <laughs> and I appreciate your opinion. I'm listening to everyone's opinion. I just wanted to offer mine as an alternate way so, you know, people could think a little bit and, mm-hmm. and see what they think. So I, I, what it is, it's like when Dickens wrote, it was the best of times, it was the worst of times. Uh, for me, this piece of artwork, this statue, it's showing a powerful study in contrast. What you you can't make a message if you're just using lukewarm uh, symbolism. It has to be a powerful statement. I don't believe the young uh, boy was is kneeling to President Lincoln. First of all, Caroline, it's a it's a grown man, not a young boy. And oh, it's, a, it's okay. a reformed the, slave. I, I mean, not a reformed slave, but a, a freed slave or a slave about to be freed. Um, so he is in shackles and he is still on the ground. If Is there any reason why he couldn't have been? And this was not, by the way, the design picked by the freed slaves who paid for the statue. They did not pick this oh. design. This was done. They had picked another design. And this was the one that, that uh, somebody decided this would be better to do. And so they did not pay for this. They paid for the statue, but that's not the design that they paid for. Well, the the end result is, um, to me, and possibly other people agree, it's not showing the the result. Mm -hmm. It's showing the cause of the man in shackles was horrific. And that is the cause, Mm -hmm. what caused the Emancipation Proclamation. So the two images right there in front of you, you're thinking, okay, this this is a horrific image, a man in shackles. This is horrific. But this is representing the past. Mm-hmm. This is representing the cause, the 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 symptom, what what caused the events of now, the president him signing the Emancipation Proclamation to free, to end this. Mm-hmm. So you have the, the a representation of the past okay. right there with a representation of, of the positive and the hope of the future. So side by side, if, if you, a lot of people were saying, well, maybe you, sh- you should have had President Lincoln uh, depicted as signing it and then of the man free, right? That would have been the result of it. I, well, I'm that's the point. The artist Carolyn. probably wanted to depict what prompted it. Okay, well, we I, know obviously, the, the Caroline. Were free. Caroline, obviously, I think that's you're exactly right. That the picture that the statue does represent the cause and not the um, result. But the problem is, and the point I think, and this is just my interpretation of what he said on Facebook and what he said on his petition, um, is that they don't want the cause memorialized. That's painful. What he's saying, and oppressive, what he's saying is that if you're going to memorialize something, memorialize the results, not the cause. It's, that's the problem. 
and Could I the offer blacks then? and the people, the the, um, the freed slaves who paid for the statue, did not pay for a statue memorializing the cause. They paid for a statue that memorialized the Emancipation Proclamation itself. That's what they paid for. So it was an artist's interpretation that they were that they were not given an option of uh, mm-hmm. of basically signing off on. And I I do understand that, and it it I I do understand that, and and I'm thinking, could I offer then? With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo, and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, lucky land casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Um, I think this should, because not all history is nice, and, and life no. and history is nope. painful, and, yep. and, and we just have to say, well, this is what it was, but now look where where we're headed i agree with that the hope in the future so possibly who's to say why couldn't another artist be commissioned to maybe you know in the somewhere near the the uh, original statue or Mm -hmm. or just just a a discreet selected spot i don't i can't i can't think of anything off the top of my head but offer commission another statue be built near in the vicinity of this original one depicting okay from the signing to the present day almost like it's a series i you know, you I, know caroline the causes sure caroline i'm sorry i need to get an at word in it here because we're getting up against the the clock so thank oh, you for sure. your yeah thank you for your call um but i i don't disagree with you i don't believe in erasing history either but i think and that's why i don't believe i don't particularly want to take down christopher columbus i don't particularly want to take down a lot of other statues because those the arguments against those statues are they, the problem people have is who they represent, not how they're designed. This was a design issue that has offended a lot of people. And I think that that Mr. Bullock's idea of moving it into a museum or someplace uh, that you can explain why this is offensive to people is a good one. I think when you have these Confederate general statues, I can understand why they're offensive too. Move them into a museum, don't destroy them. But I think no matter what you feel about these statues, you don't vandalize them. 
you you go about what, how Mr. Bullock is going about it, and you present people with a choice of what to do with the statue. We're going to take a break. I'm Sandy Shack. I am in for VB this week, and this is WRKO. And I just need you to take this down. Unless we're going to find some artist that can, I don't know, erect that black man so he can stand up on his two feet <laughs> and actually, you know, have his hand out, put some clothes on him, and they can be shaking hands. And by the way, these are violent people that took it over. These are not people that are nice people. I saw her on your network today, John. I saw what went on with the hitting and the punching and the beating and all the other things going on in Seattle. And you have a governor that doesn't do a damn thing about it. You have the president about to have a super spreader event in Tulsa. The fact that he's asking for informed consent of his supporters before a rally where there's going to be no social distancing or masking is egregious. I want you to find by the end, by the time you leave, this autonomous zone, I want you to give $10 to one African-American person from this autonomous zone. It's just really strange to me because it feels like we would much rather pay tribute to this fictional black man on his knees rather than celebrate some of the actual real-life black men. Like, I don't know, here in Boston, Christmas Atticus. 617-266-6868 is the number here. I'm Sandy Shack sitting in for VB, who is off for the week. Again, our number is 617-266-6868. Our text number is 7470. So it's 70470 if you want to join us by text. We also have a poll up on our WRKO Twitter page. I just wanted to let you know before we go there, it's the subject that we're talking about right now, which is should the emancipation, the Lincoln Emancipation statue in Boston, which depicts Lincoln standing above a kneeling slave, be removed? Lightning, how is the Twitter poll going? So, so far, we have asked uh, on WRKO's Twitter at WRKO 680, we've asked the question, should the Lincoln Emancipation statue with the kneeling slave be removed? And so far, 89 percent, almost 90 percent say no, it should not be removed, while 10 percent say yes. I love a discussion. I love it when people disagree with me because it means that they're thinking about something and it's falling into line. Um, I, I'm happy. I'm not happy that 90% disagree with me, but I'm happy that people are giving it thought and not just going along with what I'm saying. I disagree with you guys, 90% of you. I think that there is, in fact, a reason to remove this statue. That doesn't mean that Columbus should be removed. It doesn't mean that um, any you know Confederate general should be removed. Or in England, they're talking about removing Gandhi. I have an issue with that or renaming necessarily Penny Lane in England, which is another thing that they're moving. Or how about the fact that Winston Churchill disappeared off of Google for for 12 hours because somebody said he was a racist? That was crazy. I think it's crazy. I think there's a lot of things that crazy. There's a difference for me between this statue and those statues. This statue actually depicts a kneeling slave. And I can see why somebody who is of that heritage would find that oppressive to, to see that memorialized. So I think it's not a bad idea to, uh, to get a petition together and see how many people agree. If nobody agrees with the petition, then you don't have to do anything. 
but this is how you get change done. You file a petition. To me, it's a beautiful example of how things should work, as opposed to beheading the statue uh, of Columbus in the North End. That, to me, is vandalism and violence. That's not how you bring change. Uh, 617, Sandy, I was initially with you. Now I think we need to keep the statue to allow the white race to experience shame. I don't think that that statue makes whites feel shame. I think it makes blacks feel oppressed. There's a difference, and that's my reading of it. You don't have to agree with me. Um, six, another 617. Sandy, can you actually speak for those donors and what they wanted? Absurd, really. Now you are offering a revisionist view of this history. What, what uh, the texter is referring to is that the money for the uh, statue was raised with a donor, a fundraising drive in the 1800s, and it was raised exclusively from freed slaves, you know, a $5 donation here, a $5 donation here, which doesn't sound like much money to us, but was a great deal of money uh, back in, you know, 1870 when the fundraising drive happened. And I had, I had posited the fact that they had, there was initially another design that had been chosen that had Lincoln on a central pillar and then around him uh, were uh, freed slaves and heroes that were of African-American descent around that statue, but it was deemed too expensive. And so they changed, the artist changed it to this with a kneeling slave and Lincoln above him with his hand stretched out and the Emancipation Proclamation in the other hand. And I said, well, that's not what they paid for. I am not basing that on conjecture when I tell you that. I'm basing that on, on newspaper articles from the time which I read because I was interested in how this happened because I did not know about this statue until I went to find out about it, until I made an effort to research it. So that's why um, I say to you, uh, from reading the newspaper articles, they said what their initial plan was, they said what they wanted, and they also said, what the hell? Um, not that they were, they were that um, vocal at the time, but they were, they were taken aback, very surprised by the final statute that was originally done and then copied and one's in washington one's in boston one's in methuen one's in ohio so i mean there's a number of them uh so that's what i base it on i didn't you know dream it or make it up i actually read uh newspaper articles from the time because i was interested in seeing it was just fascinating to me how it had all come about anyway i feel that this particular statue should be taken down. That doesn't mean that all statues that offend somebody should be taken down. And I definitely am against tearing down statues and vandalizing statues or streets or signs or anything that bothers you. You have to go the right way to remove something, to change something. You have to appeal on a emotional and intellectual level to people. And if enough people agree with you, you can get things changed. That's all I'm saying. Anastasia in Lowell, welcome to yes, be in the I middle. Think it's ironic. Hello? Yeah. yeah. I think it's I- ironic that uh, people are offended by this kneeling statue when kneeling is what everybody's doing these days. Kaepernick is kneeling. Nancy Pelosi is kneeling. Yeah. Chuck Schumer is kneeling. Uh, people are kneeling to the Black Lives Matter people. Yeah, but I don't like that either. Okay, when they. That? I don't like that kneeling either. But I think the the purpose, the the argument about the statue, Anastasia, is that he's not kneeling out of choice. He's uh, which Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer certainly are. He's kneeling because he's yes, a that slave. That doesn't make it less offensive, though. It's, it's, I mean, what is behind their kneeling too could be offensive to 
other people. Okay, did you not understand what I just said to you, Anastasia? I said to you, the difference is, and it's a very profound difference, one is voluntary, one is not. I don't like any of the kneeling, to be honest with you, but that's me. But being that said, the difference between being offended by the statue is this, this man is in shackles. He is kneeling because he is subjugated. He's not kneeling out of choice to show solidarity with somebody. I don't like any kneeling, yeah. but unless you're in a but church. Also, but that's yeah, just, that's what I'm saying to yeah. you. Yeah, now, now uh, also Columbus did adopt a Native American child, so I don't see how he could be racist in that case. And also Nubia had slavery, too. Um, that's something. So a lot of, a lot of these yes, I know that. Yeah, are done, you know, with... with but the other thing, Nancy, is yesterday I heard you say that you agreed with Black Lives Matter. Yeah. And I think you need to do some homework on them. They're not who you think they are. They call for the killing of cops, the abolishing of the police, and I think they stir the fires of hatred by, uh, you know, preaching that white, all white people are inherently racist. They're not who you think they are. They're well, not. I think what you're describing is Antifa. Um, which... No, it's Black Lives Matter. Okay. It's Black Lives Matter, Nancy. You need to do, I think people need to do their homework on Black Lives Matter. Um, they were instrumental in getting um, uh, shows canceled on television. And you, you don't know if you're going to be next, Nancy, with your show, really. Because if you cancel one person, you don't know who's going to be next. And no. Black Lives Matter... Black Lives you made Matter your point, no- Anastasia. You've repeated it a couple times, and I absolutely uh, agree with you that you have to be careful about what you criticize and that, you know, if you don't stand up for everybody's rights, then your rights will be violated. That's another point that I made over and over again yesterday in regard to the police officers in Atlanta who had their uh, rights abrogated to appease a mob um, after that poor man was killed at the uh, at the Wendy's. So I do agree with that part of your your statement. But what I'm saying to you is that um, there are radical elements in any group that most people don't agree with. That doesn't mean the entire organization is bad. I'll just I'll just leave it there. Thank you for the call, Anastasia. I appreciate it. Bill in Mattapan. How are you today, sir? Thank you, Sandy. Thank you for taking my call. You're welcome. Sandy. I, I passed that statue a thousand times as mm-hmm. a uh, cab driver. I owned my own cab at one time, and as a service person that delivered express packages uh, as an express company. And I looked at it and, and had the uh, thought that it could be it, the, the, the statue can be contrived a thousand ways. But I've always thought, like I tried to, uh, you know, uh, illustrate last night on another program, mm-hmm. that the statue looks incomplete. And okay. instead of, you, you don't take a statue down like that because you really don't know the theme or the intent of the uh, the curator. Uh, well, we do it, actually, it, Bill, it, because it, you know, they, Bill, like, Bill, we do know the yes, intent ma'am. because they documented their intent. It's, it's they no, documented everything. You don't say no, with Sandy, there's, there's no thing or intent on it. Oh, I mean, uh, you mean on I the mean, statue? Yeah. No, I agree. Nothing on the statue, but we do know what what they wanted and what their intent was because that is that is very what that is very well documented. So, um, so I, what I guess okay, you're okay, saying, so we have a, Bill, we have an what intent, I what uh, I guess and, you're and saying then, is that you think that there should be a um, some kind of context given where the stat leave the statue where it is and put some kind of context with it. I think that that is a reasonable answer to this. 
Um, I don't know if it's acceptable to the people who would in particular be be offended by it. I guess if it was a statue of my heritage is Irish, if there was a statue of of Irish being, you know, dragged off into a paddy wagon um, to commemorate whatever, I would be like, well, that's kind of uncomfortable for me, given the racism that existed against the Irish in Boston back then. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. But, you know, a, a plaque at the bottom of it, I'm not sure that that would be um, sufficient for me. I guess it's really up to each statue and each group of people and what the petition calls for and what the final discussion um, e- evolves into. We're going to take a break. I'm Sandy Shack in for VB. This is WRKL. Six one seven two six six sixty eight sixty eight is the number here. I'm Sandy Shack, sitting in for VB. Our text number is 70470. Our, uh, we have, a, ta- we have a, a poll up at WRKO, at Twitter, WRKO680, which is, I am losing badly. Because the question is, do you think the emancipation statue should be removed? I think it should. And what is it, Lightning? 90% don't think it should well, be? You're you're winning a little bit better. Well, you're losing a little bit better, if I phrase that correctly. Okay. Here, because now it's up to uh, eighty-eight or almost eighty-nine percent believe that it should not be removed. So not ninety anymore. Eighty-nine. So <laughs> one more person voted. Yes. Yeah. Thank you, whoever yeah. you are. Yep. Um, I I understand uh, the visceral response to the cancellation culture. I don't believe in the cancellation culture. I don't believe that that um, you have the right never to be offended. And that everything that offends you should be taken down. I honestly don't believe that. And for for that matter, I don't think Christopher Columbus should be taken out of the park. And I don't think the statue of Gandhi should be taken down in England or that uh, you rename streets necessarily willy-nilly. I think if enough people are offended by something, then it has to be revisited. And in this particular case, there are thousands of people who have signed a petition to take down the emancipation, the Lincoln Emancipation statue. And I understand 
in this particular case, why it's an issue. I think whether something should be removed or have a plaque addended to it or left alone is very idiosyncratic in that it is a statue by statue, road by road, park by park decision. I don't think you can unilaterally decide that all Confederate generals should go. I don't think you can decide that all statues of, just like, you know, no statues of Lincoln should go. I think Lincoln is, you know, pretty much revered by most people, except for apparently President Trump, who, you know, made that funny comment about him the other day to Harris Faulkner. But I believe that when enough people find something offensive, then let's do something about it. And you don't erase it. You put it someplace where you can explain to people what it is so that you don't lose the historical significance of it. And because past is prologue, you have to you have to keep your history in order to learn so you don't repeat the worst elements of it. That's what I think. And in this particular case, I think that the emancipation statue is causing enough people an issue with a slave kneeling at Lincoln's feet that why not change it out? And why not put something better or something that is should be memorialized? And the guy who's running the um that's running the the petition, Tory Bullock uh, made two suggestions, or made three suggestions, but two of which were funny. First, he suggested that maybe what we do is we can change the existing statute. Uh, let's let's roll it. Let's roll cut sixty-five lightning. And I just need you to take this down, unless we're gonna find some artist that can I don't know erect that black man so he can stand up on his two feet <laughs> and actually you know have his hand out, put some clothes on them, and they can be shaking hands. Or Lincoln can be sitting down and the black man can be walking out the office like, oh, and he just gives him the nod. That's an interesting, obviously not, you can't do any of that. It's a bronze statue. It's interesting though, because originally, the original statue, um, after it went through the big change from Lincoln surrounded by slaves to, or freed slaves to uh, the slave at his feet, they had him dressed in a union soldier. So he, that's what he was, a freed soldier who'd fought for, um, who'd fought for his country. And they decided not to do that. So they took his hat off and they took his shirt off to make him more slave-like apparently. So I can understand why that's kind of offensive. Um, then Mr. Bullock suggests that when we, what we do is we put it in a warehouse um, and then possibly why don't we replace it with uh, something that would make the black community feel a part of history better in which case, how about Crispus Atticus, who was the first American uh, to die in the American Revolution, and there's no statue to him anywhere, which I did not know. Cut 66. It's just really strange to me because it feels like we would much rather pay tribute to this fictional black man on his knees rather than celebrate some of the actual real-life black men. Like, I don't know, here in Boston, Crispus Atticus who was the first person to die during the Boston Massacre against the British, which also means that he was the first person to die for the American Revolution, and yet there is no, no statues of Christmas Atticus anywhere in Boston. Hmm, I, I agree that's a problem. Um, I think there should be. Let's see, text number, again, the text number is 7047-617 says, Sandy, why don't you explain to your listeners what the intent of the statue is? It was explained to me that the black man kneeling in shackles was thanking President Lincoln for freeing him. I believe he's holding the Emancipation Proclamation in his hand. That would be a sign of unity, no? 
Um, yes, it would be. It would be even more a sign of unity if he was standing and thanking the president, not kneeling at his feet. Uh, that's that's the problem, I think. If he's standing there shaking his hand, I don't think there'd be a problem for anybody um, in regard to the statue. But I'm just guessing at that. John in Nashua, how are you, sir? And what do you think should happen to the statue? Hey, thank you for taking my call. Well, my first thought is, does the opinion of 8,700 or so cause us to, to change this. If you think about the American Indian and the people used as a mascot, mm -hmm. we find out that 90% of American Indians have no problem with it being a mascot. Yeah. And to true. preface this just a little bit more, we could take uh, Matthias Baldwin of Philadelphia in 1835, the famous abolitionist mm -hmm. whose statue was uh, defaced in Philadelphia. Yet this is a man who put his money where his mouth was and yeah. built a school for free slaves. And Secondly, one other preface to this is, let's take Yawkey Way. We changed it back to Jersey Street. So now we're celebrating a slave trader who made the lives of tens of thousands of Africans miserable. Yeah. And Tom Yawkey may or may not use the, may have not used the N-word. Yeah. So I think we're getting away from the real point. Because I think we are. John, I need you to hang on yep. through the break because uh, we're up against it. And I want to I want you to finish your point. Uh, we're going to take a break. 617-266-6868. This is Sandy Shack in for VB on VB in the Middle. Six one seven two six six sixty eight sixty eight is the number here. I'm Sandy Shack. I'm in for VB, who's out this week. We're talking about statues and the cancel culture and what's appropriate, what's not appropriate. I started talking about the Emancipation Memorial with Lincoln and the Kneeling Slave. I think it should be removed. There's a petition for that effect. Uh, but I don't believe every statue that offends somebody should be removed or every street needs to be renamed. I think that cancer, cancel culture has gone too far. But, you know, there's a huge gray area and not everything is black and white. I think you need to look at each issue that comes up when somebody says they're offended. Say, OK, how many other people are offended? Is everybody offended by this? And then let's weigh it and decide whether it should be appropriate. And I think there are certain things that you can you can leave and put historical context on, like Gone with the Wind, for instance. Do a do something in the beginning of it saying this does not represent necessarily the true degradation of slavery. This is in a romanticized version of it, but here you go. Here's a here's a uh, Academy Award winning motion picture that actually had the first black actress win an Academy Award in it. And for that reason alone, I think it's probably, you know, worth keeping in the archives there, HBO, just mentioning it. Just that's an aside. But I think every single issue that comes up like this, you have to look at individually. You can't blanket say all these statutes need to go because somebody's ticked off about them. All of those streets need to be renamed. You know, all these people should be removed from. You don't do that because then you're erasing history and you and you lose you lose the ability to learn from it if you remove everything. But there are individual cases that you say, OK, that's just a little too far and the people who want the statue removed don't want it, or in particular, the, the gentleman spearheading the drive to remove it isn't asking for it to be destroyed. He's asking for it to be moved out of a public park into a museum setting or a school setting where it can be explained and maybe in that and you can still learn from it in that context and not feel oppressed by it as he is. I don't feel oppressed by it. Um, because I don't have his cultural and racial background, but I do understand why he would. 
So I don't have a problem with removing the Emancipation Memorial, but I am in the minority, it appears, because we're running a a poll question on Twitter, and last count, 88% think it should stay there. And John Anashua, who I was talking to before the break, also seems to think it should stay there. Don't you, John? Correct, yeah. Because yeah. my, my first thought, if you look at the statue, he's not kneeling. Kneeling is on two knees. One knee is coming up. He is rising up. If you, if you really take a good look at it, he's rising up, having broken the yoke of slavery, the tyranny. He's been lifted by the great emancipator, became a martyr to this cause. And, again, I think just people are very thin-skinned on it. Mm-hmm. And if you could get, you know, 60% of the population here to say, yeah, we don't want it, okay, but it's just, you know, again, you, you get rid of this, you keep repeating history. I, I just, I'm stunned by this. And Mr. Bullock even got uh, Crispus Attic's last name. So, I know, it's Attic's, uh, not, not Atticus. Not no, I know, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. I, I think he needs to do a little bit more history, but. That's my that's my thought on it, and I appreciate you taking my call. Well, John, I appreciate you calling. I when you when you were talking to me before the break, you were mentioning a lot of other things that have happened. Um, I, I don't necessarily agree with uh, with all cancel culture, like I've said before. I also don't think that vandalizing is the answer, and that bothers me more than anything. Cutting off the head of the Columbus statue, or or vandalizing the memorial to the 54th Regiment, which blows my mind because if you're marching with Black Lives Matter, our, that was a black regiment. Why would you possibly want to vandalize that unless you have no comprehension of what you're destroying, in which case, why are you destroying anything? Um, just thought I would I would toss that out there. But I, I do think that there's a difference. And maybe you think that's hypocritical. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe you agree with me. But for instance, last week, that statue of uh, Christopher Columbus, which has been vandalized before, by the way, this wasn't the first time, had its head cut off and the mayor's taken it away and said, okay, we're going to study this and we're going to decide whether um, we're going to put it back or what the historical uh, connotation is for it. I, I'm all for, and maybe you say it's unfair of me to draw that line. I'm okay for putting it back. And if it bothers enough people, put a plaque on it saying Columbus is revered for being a European uh, conqueror of Italian descent or an Italian conqueror, not conqueror, but um, explorer. And he didn't come here to conquer. He was exploring. And but the Native Americans have an issue with him. And this is why. And put that up there. I think that that's fine. I, otherwise, what are we going to do? Rename Columbus, Ohio, you know, change, you know, the Columbia River. I mean, there's all sorts of it's it's I think you need to draw a line. And we, I had this conversation with somebody in our newsroom yesterday when we were discussing the subject and I said you have to draw a line and he said no you don't I'm like yes you do because you can't get rid of everything that offends everybody but you can make informed intelligent decisions that are made by the group all of us not just one or two people that are ticked off but enough people so I don't think 8700 uh, signatures on the petition. I've signed the petition, by the way. I don't think that 8,700 signatures is enough to make a big change like that. I think something that John said uh, is correct, and that is if you have a certain percentage of the population who wants to remove it, then you remove it. I agree with that. I think there needs to be a lot more signatures on that petition before anything is done about it. I'm not for removing it at 8,700, but I think you give people the option to weigh in on it. And if, like our Twitter poll suggests, most people aren't for removing it, it's going to stay there. And then maybe what we do is we put a plaque on it saying, this is why some people find it objectionable. 
Maybe not. But this is what this dialogue is what we have to have about things. We have to discuss what's what we need to change, what we don't need to change, where people are being too thin skinned. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job, it's a calling. Agents answer the call working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Where they're not being too thin-skinned, all of those issues, because, you know, a dialogue is what we've been missing for the past few weeks. And that's what you do. You don't vandalize. You don't force your opinions on other people. You discuss them like we're doing right now. Shelly in New Hampshire, welcome to VB in the Middle with Sandy Shack. Shelly, can you hear me? Okay, let's go on to somebody else. How about Frank in the car? Hi, oh, hi. how are you, Sandy? I'm fine, Frank. How are you? Good. I just want to throw my two cents in. Probably only worth a penny, but I, I give myself more credit than, than times that I deserve. But uh, the long and the short of it is, first of all, uh, these statuaries and the like, they should be treated as uh, historical monuments, number one. Number mm -hmm. two, there should be a federal law that forbids anybody to go and wantonly destroy, disturb, or destruct the uh, statuary. I can absolutely number, get behind that, Frank, without a doubt. Number number three, if you do, if you are stupid enough to do it, you'll face up to 10 years in the uh, federal penitentiary, which will uh, net you out 8.5 years. Hmm. And number three, you will restore and you will pay the restoration costs of said statue mm -hmm. should you be uh, caught. And uh, I'll say number four, all of these uh, statuaries and historical uh, import to some people should carry with them a, uh, a camera. So if police have to walk around with a camera all day long that's functional, then these monuments should have a, uh, a camera surrounding them. Just well, I think I think, Frank, you know, that there are everybody has a camera these days because everybody has a phone. So I think there's plenty of cameras. Um, I think it might be cost prohibitive to put a camera on every statue um, because who knows which statue is going to be determined to be offensive next. So you have to do it to everything. Well, yeah. But I do absolutely yeah. agree with you that you need to have. I'm not sure 10 years in jail is a reasonable um, that might be a little overkill, but I think jail and a fine are absolutely reasonable things to uh, to threaten vandals with. Because I don't believe in destroying property. Period. Whether it's state property, whether it's private property, um, I think vandals are mindless. And, and and finally, 
and finally, can I say, can yeah. I just add one more thing? Quick. Yeah. Uh, there, there was a, there was a, uh, a contest or a, uh, some sort of a deliberative body that came across this, uh, this statue and, and it was awarded to the artist. Now, you know, it might because it's a hundred and something years of age, and we might have only paid. Well, no, I got to uh, stop you, Frank. I'm sorry, we're up against a break. I got to stop you, but um, interesting that you bring it up about the um, about the statue because I explained it earlier, and I'll explain it again on the other side. It's not exactly what you think how that how the statue came about. We're going to take a break. I'm Sandy Shack. This is VB in the middle. One seven two six six sixty eight sixty eight. This is Sandy Shack. I am in for VB, who is off for the week. So I guess today it's Sandy in the middle. You can text me at seven zero four seven zero, and a few people have already done so. Let's see. Seven eight one says, whenever the issue of vandalizing or removing statues comes up, I am reminded of the day when the Taliban blew up a pair of enormous two thousand year old Buddha statues. That have been carved into a cliff in Afghanistan. I'm not a Buddhist, but it made me furious and sick to my stomach to see those historical artifacts destroyed. I agree with you. I don't think vandalism of any kind should be brooked. I think there should be. Uh, we had an earlier caller who said he thought that there should be a huge fine and maybe jail attached to it. I don't disagree with that. I think if you want something changed, this is how you do it. You, you open it up to public discussion. If you win, you win. If you lose, you lose. But everybody has their say. And if enough people don't like something, then you can change it. And you don't destroy it even then. You move it someplace else and you put it a historical ta- context of some kind on it so the people can learn from it. That's how I think you need to deal with things. Uh, another 781. I Googled a photo of the Lincoln Emancipation Statue just to make sure I wasn't overlooking something. But it was as I suspected, a powerful representation of Lincoln, Lincoln freeing the slaves. I think some people are conflating two issues. No matter how evil slavery was, it did in fact exist. And it was Abraham Lincoln who ended it in the United States. Slaves were figuratively kept on their knees in shackles. And Lincoln ended that. The cancel culture has become a caricature of itself when a statue honoring the end of slavery is targeted for removal. Here's the thing. I understand your perspective. I do. Um, your perspective is that you've got somebody rising off their knees, and my guess is you're not black, because uh, I think I've heard and I've read a lot of opinions in the paper and seen interviews and so forth and spoken with other black people who don't see the same thing that you are seeing. They see something else. And actually, um, the guy who's been promoting this, who's been doing a very good job of making this a a discourse, a dialogue, instead of a case of vandalism, Tory Bullock, had this to say about what was offensive about the statue. Cut 67. The freedman was on his hands and knees when he should have been standing up because he was now equal to all the people around him. When you look at this statue, do you see a free man? No. What you see is a white savior helping bring these savages to life because without us these savages wouldn't know what to do they would be on their hands and knees and still in chains but thanks to lincoln we got the job done no so that's that's what he sees you see what you see he sees what he sees so i guess the issue is if enough people see what tory bullock sees then maybe we should move the statue so it's not in the middle of a park um, or maybe we should, you know, replace it. 
or maybe we should put a plaque on it. Whatever, we need to arrive at a consensus, a decision made by most of the people. If only 8,700 people have signed the petition, that's not enough. You need a lot more people in, in Boston to sign the petition, and then change can happen. That's how we do things. That's how change, it may seem slow to people, but that's how it should be done. What shouldn't be done is what happened to the statue in the north end of Columbus where it was beheaded. That's vandalism. That's violence. That's not how we brook change. Shelly in New Hampshire, you're back. Hi, thank you for allowing me to add a thought to your discussion. Sure. Don't they say that, that pictures say a thousand words. You mm-hmm. know, when I looked at the picture, the picture of that statue, the emancipation statue, I saw the dehumanization, humanization and the, the torture that slavery was for black people. Mm-hmm. And in a country where a significant number of people don't even know who we fought in the Revolutionary War, when the <laughs> Civil War happened or who we fought in World War Two, maybe yeah. we should keep this reminder of what slavery was to anybody who suffered under it. Mm-hmm. But I have an idea. Okay. Maybe we could serve two goals here. Keep the statue as a reminder of the horror of slavery, mm-hmm. but flank the statue with statues of members of the Masters of 54th and 55th, mm-hmm. black soldiers who fought for freedom. Mm-hmm. And the message then would be that we black people emerged from slavery by fighting for freedom. I mean, that's America. That's America. I think that that's a lovely idea. I think that that's a very, very thoughtful idea. Um, it would it would kind of unite us, wouldn't it? I, 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 I would. It would for me, but then you know, it's not. Again, it's not my perspective that's at issue here as, as much as it is, um, you know, Tory Bullock and or, and people who ha- share his vision of that statue. Um, but I think it sounds Bullock very reasonable about the idea. Because you're, you know, I, I don't think that Mr. Bullock, if I may put words in his mouth, I don't mm. want us to forget what slavery was. He reminds of it, of what it actually was. And that, that subjection of that black man in chains, almost on his both knees, is a huge reminder for me as a white person. Yeah. But put the message forth out there. Those men fought for freedom, and 183,000 of them died. Mm hmm. I, Shelley, war, I, you know, I'm sorry, Shelly, but you're breaking up. But um, I really think that that's, that's a very sound, thoughtful idea of what to do with it. I think it answers a lot of questions regarding cancer culture versus um, learning from your past mistakes. I think, you know, I think, I think that's a very reasonable idea. I have no idea um, how Mr. Bullock or people who share his vision of the statue would feel about that. But I think it's, it's you know, you could put Crispus Attucks on one side. You could put a member of the 54th on the other side. Um, you could, and you could put a plaque explaining uh, what you just said, what the purpose of this statue is in your mind, or that's what, you're, what you see from it. The problem that we have, of course, is not everybody sees the same thing when they look at the statue. That's what art is about. People interpret it the way they're going to interpret it from from their own perspective. But I think that's that was very thoughtful. Dave in the Cape, welcome to WRKO. How are you, sir? Good, Jenny. Thank you. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. Excellent. Hey, uh, so I just wanted to say there is a hypocrisy on the left that people really need to know the history. Uh, there is a statue of a person 
who went to Ku Klux Klan meetings. Mm-hmm. This person called black people weeds, said they bred like rabbits, called immigrants weeds that never should have been uh, allowed to live. There is a statue of this person in the same hall in the Smithsonian as Martin Luther King. Mm. Why don't they take that statue out of that hall and destroy that or put it somewhere? Well, my guess is, Dave, if I had to guess, it's because it's in a museum. It, that's where well, I think these statues belong, are in museums with a plaque explaining who they are, what they are, and why they were good or bad. This is what I think you should be done. The whole thing about not not getting rid of um, not getting rid of the whole uh, not getting rid of the whole whole uh, statue because you want to learn from the um, who they were, and so you don't repeat what they what they did or learn from mistakes that they made. Uh, you don't destroy stuff. You put it in places like museum with an explanation. This is why the statue is here. This is what they stood for. This is the good they did. This is the bad they did. Because very few people are all good or all bad. Everybody has those gradations of gray. And so you can't erase the good that they did. You still want to have have uh, an explanation of why they could possibly be bad. I, I'm thinking about Gandhi when I think about that. But that's what I would do with it, Dave. What do you think? Well, Sandy, I just wanted to say that it's very important that this individual is honored by the Democratic Party today. It's Margaret Sanger's statue. Mm-hmm. Now, she did all those things. Why don't they? It's hypocritical not to. And it's in the same hall as Martin Luther King. Yeah. So I have a problem with that because she's a racist and her statue's in the hall with Martin Luther King's statue. Yeah. I also have. I mean, where. I mean, I think I should take it out of there. What I'm saying is the hypocrisy in that place. Hillary proudly accepted the Margaret Sanger Award. So people need to know truths. These yeah. are actual things that are going on today. I yeah. mean, the statue, the monument in, across the state house in Boston that they vandalized, that was the Black 54th Regiment. You were like, That's appalling. And I, I mentioned that earlier, Dave. Dave, hang on. I mentioned that earlier because I think the people who did that had no idea what they were vandalizing. Because if they oh, yeah. were doing it in, in solidarity on racial issues, they had no comprehension. They were just mindlessly destroying things, which is why I am not, why I think vandals, I agree with the earlier call, I think vandals should be punished horrifically to stop them from doing that. Which well, ironic, the first black Congressional Medal of Honor winner was William Carney from New Bedford, Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. He fought in that regiment. He's the very first Congressional Medal of Honor winner that was black. And they damaged the monument that he belonged to, that regiment. Mm-hmm. Where does this stop? I mean, we're going to take down the pyramids now because it was created by Jewish and black slaves. I don't disagree with you, Dave. And I've said, and I hear your voice rising, and I know you're very impassioned about this. I don't disagree with you. I don't think we do take down everything. I think we have to draw a line and look at and look at each. At, at... With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Each uh, thing individually. But we can talk about that more on the other side. I'm Sandy Shack, and this is WRKO. I'd like to see it a little bit, maybe more right down the middle. Maybe you can realize that the truth is in the middle. So why don't you just meet me in the middle? Now back to everybody's favorite middleman. In the middle.
617-266-6868. We're meeting in the middle today. I'm Sandy Shack. I'm sitting in for VB, who is on vacation for the week and allowed me access to his microphone. You may think that's good. You may think that's bad. You can tell him when he gets back. Next Monday, we are talking about the emancipation, the Lincoln Emancipation Statute in Boston. There, there are four of them, by the way. They're the same statue. One, The first one was erected in Washington, D.C. Uh, a copy was sent to Boston a year later. There's one in Methuen at the town hall, or was. I don't know if it's still there. And there's one in Ohio at the University of Wesleyan, I think. So those are the statues. They were... Uh, somebody asked about on the text line. The text line, by the way, is 70470. And the question is, what was the original meaning of the statue? This is from 603. What was the original meaning of the statue when it was erected? I'm sure back in the 1870s, nobody had an issue with it. You'd be wrong. Isn't that interesting? Um, the purpose of the statue, according to the Colored People's Educational Monument Association, which are the ones who paid for the statue, and it was paid for exclusively by by freed slaves. By the way, that the only pe- they were the people who were solicited. They were the people who donated, and it was to serve a double a didactic purpose. Um, it was supposed to be a a school, in other words, a a teaching element where freedmen could elevate themselves. You know, by looking at this and learning. That's what it was supposed to be, um, and. It was supposed to be an educational statue that essentially memorialized the fact that uh, Lincoln had freed the slaves. It was to be, you know, a, a nice thumbs up to Lincoln. The first monument that was proposed and designed uh, was deemed too expensive. And it was Lincoln on top of a central pillar flanked by smaller pillars topped with black Civil War soldiers and other uh, figures. But um, but that design went by the wayside when they figured out how much it would cost. And then Ball, he's the designer, design was chosen. And even then, they, the commission changed certain things about it. Instead of wearing a liberty cap, the slave in the revised monument is bareheaded with tightly curled hair. The face was re-sculpted to look like Archer Alexander. He's an ex-slave whose life story was popularized by a biography written by William Greenleaf Elliott. And... In the final design, um, Lincoln holds a copy of the Emancipation Proclamation. The document rests on a plinth bearing um, George Washington's profile. Um, And along with uh, other faces from the U.S. Republic and a shield with the stars and stripes on it. And it's at the plaque on the monument names it as Freedom's Memorial in Grateful Memory of Abraham Lincoln. Um, is what, and then that was put up, I think, in 1876, and then in 1879, the one came here, um, Moses Kimball, who Ball had once worked for at the Boston Museum, donated a copy of the statue to Boston, and that's the one that sits in Park Square. And then, as I said, one's in Methuen, and there's another one, there's a marble version of it in Ohio. But the thing is, you know, they, the the initial, uh, the initial, monument as designed had nobody kneeling or in shackles or stripped naked except for a pair of shorts and and the initial uh, one the thing that people gave the money for was the statue with Lincoln in the center surrounded by you know civil war vets black civil war vets members of the 54th that's what was there and so they paid for one thing and they got something else 
I I don't know. I you know, having not lived there then, I I don't know how they felt about it. But um, given the and maybe they were fine with it. It doesn't seem like they were at the time. Some people seem to have been, according to newspaper accounts, not that thrilled. It wasn't what they had thought they were getting. But be that as it may, the question is, what is it that we have now? You know, over a hundred years later, we have a statute that has reminded some people of oppression. And they think if you're going to, if it's supposed to be about thanking Abraham Lincoln for freeing the slaves, why isn't the slave standing, shaking his hand? You know, why is he still crouched on the ground? And that's the issue. And we had one caller in the last hour suggest that maybe what we do instead of moving the statue is put other statues up next to it. So can we can be reminded of how horrific slavery is by the kneeling man and then put maybe members of the 54th or Crispus Attucks on the other side, on what, maybe on the other side, William Carney from the 54th, the man who won the first black man to win the congressional or to be awarded the uh, congressional medal um, or the medal of honor. Because I've been corrected a number of times that you don't win it, you are you receive it, and it's not the congressional medal of honor; it's the medal of honor. Um, so that's maybe that's what you do to show pride and reminder at the same time, because I'm not a believer in erasing history. I am not a believer in getting rid of things that are uncomfortable um, so that you forget history. I, I do think you need to learn from it, but I think there has to be a line drawn at some point between being offensive to people and reminding people of past mistakes. And I think it's a statue by statue. I think it's a street by street, a park by park, whatever it is. I think it's idiosyncratic. I think it depends on each individual issue, each individual statue and how much people care. And I think the way to deal with it is to do exactly what uh, this gentleman has done. And that is do a petition, make a public appeal, see how people think about it, have a dialogue about it like we're having now. The answer isn't to cut its head off like they did in the North End with Christopher Columbus. That is extremely offensive to me. And not just because I happen to like the statue of Christopher Columbus, but because I think vandalism is violence and I don't think meaningful change comes through violence. Joseph and Lynn, welcome to WRKO. How are you, sir? Hi, Sandy. Well, before I get into my topics, I want to say I've been in the hospital. That's why I haven't called you guys. And Dan and Jeff prayed for me. I had the COVID, so... Oh, <laughs> I'm, I hope you're feeling better, Joe. Yeah, and being blind, it makes it hard. Uh, can I mention all the topics? Because I know that on some shows you only call a week. Can I mention yesterday's and today's? And, no. Joe, or, we're very focused on what we're doing today. Okay, I will go uh, with today's, and I'll call maybe next week on okay. or when you're open for. Yep. Okay, I think we should just leave the statues alone. Just leave them alone. If people want to learn about it, we can put some information up there. But changing them, or if, uh, like I said to John, if we have to have the guys standing up, and maybe we can do that. But I heard one of your callers say he was rising up. Is that true? Uh, I doesn't. It does not look to me like he's rising up. I think that's. I think what what you see in the statue is what every individual person sees in the statue. I see a guy kneeling on one knee. I don't see him trying to get up. I see him kneeling. I see him shackled, and I see President Lincoln above him. And you know, Lincoln was a great man. I have no issues with Lincoln. I think that. Um, 
Mr. Bullock's Maybe they have it that of, way because they wanted it to look that way, but I don't know. I'm sure they wanted it to look that way. I'm saying that maybe that was, and maybe that was fine in 1870. I don't know. What I do think is that um, now it is a reminder to a certain percentage of the population of oppression, and maybe um, it would have been better to have the man standing next to Lincoln yeah. on equal footing, and that's what they say they would not have found objectionable. You know, okay, I maybe. I think if enough people, I think, and thank you for the call, Joe, but I think an, enough people uh, feel the same way that the petitioner feels, then you do something about it. If enough, if enough people don't feel that way, then what we do is we put, we find another, maybe some kind of uh, lesser uh, way to deal with it than moving it. Maybe then you put a plaque on it. Maybe then you do what, what our New Hampshire caller suggested and put other statues around it that that uh, are more uh, laudatory of of uh, what the what the black contributions have been to our society, like Crispus Attucks, like um, William Carney. Put those people up um, on statues around there, or put a plaque on it saying, "This is what people find offensive about it. This is not what's meant." I don't know, but I mean, I think the fact that we can talk about it is the positive thing. We need to talk about these things. We don't need to. Uh, vandalize them to get our point across. My whole point in discussing this today was to do exactly that, have a conversation about it. See, there's a way to do things other than tearing them down. I mean, there was a statue of Columbus torn down in in Philadelphia. Um, hackers or either well-meaning people at, um, well-meaning but misguided people at Google took the picture of Winston Churchill off the website for um for 12 hours because apparently uh, they didn't like, I don't know what Winston Churchill's views are, but I know he helped win World War II. So maybe you, you leave him up there, even if he's not perfect on the issue of race. Uh, just a thought, on my opinion. Protesters in Britain uh, are demanding the removal of a statue of Mahatma Gandhi in Leicester. Uh, there was a petition to remove him, which uh, called him out for what they called, and this is what the petition reads, well-documented anti-black racism. It's got 5,000 signatures. Uh, Gandhi apparently held publicly critical opinions of black, black Africans during his the time that he lived in South Africa in the end of the uh, last century. So, you know, is, is that a good reason to take down Gandhi's statue? Apparently, of only 5,000 signatures around there, I would say no. If you had 50,000 signatures on there, I'd say, okay, you, you may have an issue. Um, but the thing to remember is that Gandhi wasn't perfect. Nobody's perfect. Gandhi was a fallible man. Um, but, you know, I don't think he qualifies as a slave owner, you know, or a Confederate general that, you know, fought for slaves and brought slaves back. I mean, it's a reasonable statement to say he was valuable. He was not perfect. He was fallible. You know, everyone has offended someone at some point in time. Does that mean that we should not celebrate anything good that they did? I don't think it does. But I think when we find a statue that people feel strongly about, okay, in their case, it's in Leicester, it's Gandhi, then get the petition out there. Don't drag it down and throw it into the river, which is what they were threatening to do. And here in Boston, I happen to feel the Emancipation Memorial uh, can be moved. If enough people feel the same way, let's move it. If they don't, we don't but we don't, we don't forcibly take it down. We're going to take a break. This is Sandy Shack, and this is BB in the Middle. 617-266-6868. I have a podcast, too. 
on the iHeart platform. There are a lot of podcasts there. Mine's called News Bite, N-E-W-S-B-Y-T-E. And it's about uh, interesting sound clips from the week. I do it with Ben Parker from WBC, so give a listen. I'm Sandy Shack. I'm in for VB this week. Again, the number is 617-266-6868. The text number is 70470 if you want to text me. 978 says, Sandy, where are the black leaders and why not teach about all of the slave owners, especially the black ones? White people weren't the only slave owners. No, they weren't. Nobody says they were. And I'm sure that some black leaders do, but that's not really our issue. Our issue is what do we do about stuff that offends us really at the moment? Uh, 617 says, Sandy, I like adding more statues. Let's put Crispus Attucks holding hands with President Obama. Okay, that would be a fantastical uh, because, you know, they never met. But how about putting, you could put two next to each other. You could put President Obama and Crispus Attucks in the same, in the same uh, park. Uh, that might be that might be interesting. Uh, nine seven eight, another one. Why not add a piece with a man standing, showing a transition of the slave being emancipated to being an equal? There you go. That's another interesting way to deal with. There've been a lot of interesting suggestions on how to make the statue less offensive to people, and I th- I think. That's wonderful. I think this is all what we need to do. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Please discuss how we deal with something, not just ignore it and say we don't change anything. I think there's some things we can change and there's some, some things we don't. I think you draw a line and you look at each individual case and say, is this reasonable? Is this not reasonable? How many people care? And I think you have to, to deal with it. I think if enough people care about about the Emancipation Memorial, then it will be changed or moved. If enough people don't, it won't. It's as simple as that. Now, John told me during the break of a story that's kind of scary down in New Mexico. A man was arrested after a protester is shot during a demonstration over a conquistador statue. So this is, again, a case of vandalizing. This is like what happened to Columbus in the North End. Um, what happened is there was a demonstration where protesters were planning to topple a conquistador statue in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Now, according to uh, NBC, the con- the particular conquistador um, was a very violent dude. And has, this has been a very, um, what's the word? Uh, this has been a lightning rod for for protesters in the past. Uh, the statue is um, Offiet, I think is how you pronounce it. I don't know because I'm not um, there. Um, but he arrived in what is now New Mexico in 1598, and he is celebrated as a cultural father figure in communities along the upper Rio Grande that trace their ancestry to Spanish settlers. But he's also reviled at the same time that he is, you know, um, that he is uh, held up. Uh, for his brutality. And to Native Americans, Ofiat is known for having ordered the right feet cut off of 24 captive tribal warriors. 
that was precipitated by the killing of his nephew. And in 1998, someone sawed the right foot off the statue. Um, and that was one of the reasons why the town fathers now think maybe they need to move him uh, for his safety. But these demonstrators came out because they decided they were going to jump on the statue bandwagon. And they put a chain um, around the statue to pull it down. Well, a group of vigilantes, armed vigilantes, uh, came out to protect the statue. This has disaster written all over it. You've got first a bunch of yahoos who want to pull down the statue, take it upon themselves. And then you've got a bunch of yahoos coming out to defend the statue. No good can come from this on either side. Violence begets violence. Violence is just horrific. Now, I don't care what side of the, the aisle you're on. You, don't, you just can't. You can't take the law into your own hands, whether you're, whether you're either tearing down the statue or defending the statue. You're both wrong in this particular case. So what happened is, and there's video of the protest, which show police holding a lot of people on the street near the Albuquerque Museum where protesters were planning to remove the statue. That's where it is. It's near the museum. Um, and I don't know if they're under arrest or whether they belong to that armed civil guard group, but uh, the police had to use tear gas uh, to disperse the crowd, and they took some in, I guess. Um, but the heavily armed people flaunted themselves, calling themselves a civil guard, um, and they were menacing the protesters who were threatening violence and vandalism against the statue. Uh, so I don't know what exactly um, has happened to everybody right now because this is an ongoing situation. Uh, but you know, this is a perfect example to me of what you do not do. You know, for some reason, everybody thinks it's okay now. And maybe it's because, you know, the mayor of Seattle has made no effort to deal with Chaz. Although she did, and we can, we're not going to get to this today, but we'll have to do it tomorrow. They did negotiate to push Chaz into a three-block area, into a six-block area. So whoopee-doo. Um, that's what they've done there. But when you give in to violence, when you give in to um, insurrection like that, like what happened around that statue in New Mexico, then you make it okay for other people to do it. And I don't think it's okay. I think those people who tried to pull the statue down should go to jail and pay fines. I think the people who tried to beat them off with guns should go to jail and pay fines. I don't think violence is acceptable ever. Just saying that. But in regard to the Emancipation Memorial, if enough people sign the petition, I think it should be moved. If they don't, it shouldn't. Darren in a car. Welcome to WRKO. Darren? Hi. Hello? Hi. Hey, how are you? I'm fine, sir. How are you? <laughs> I'm, I'm just sitting back being an observer. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm, uh, but I do have an opinion. Um, I think we need the historic monument, mm -hmm. and I'll tell you why. Um, I've I am graduating tonight, my third child, my youngest from high school. Congratulations. Um, thank you. Um, and I want to reference that there is priceless historic value in those, in those statues and those monuments. Um, I, had, I was thankful that two of my th three children went to a, a different school than my oldest, and when they got, were taught history, they were actually taught events of history. When they talked about the Civil War, they talked about what the cause was, what the battle was for, not no, just North against South, but, but 
all the issues involved with it. Um, my youngest, my oldest girl, sorry, her history course involved more social historic issues as opposed to this is history, this is how it happened, this is how it unfolded. Mm. And, and where you're left to, to decide for yourself the value of that. If we start eliminating, um, I know a lot of kids that when they're taught history now, they're taught social issues. They're not taught historic events. They're taught opinion as opposed to what actually happened. Yeah. Yeah. It, at least with the historic monuments, when you look at them, you have an opportunity as a parent um, and hopefully as an adult that is seeking truth and fact to go, hey, what, what happened here with, with President Lincoln? And why is this person look like he's kneeling, but he's, he might look like he's getting up. If we start eliminating all of, if we start eliminating all of the visuals, we will definitely repeat history. Darren, I I apologize for cutting you off, but we're up against a break. I, I don't think that you are wrong in that, but I think there's more than one solution. And we'll talk about that on the other side. I'm Sandy Shack sitting in for VB in the middle. 617-2666. 617-266-6868. This is Sandy Shack sitting in for VB, who is off for the week. Our text number is 70470. If you want to talk to me but don't want to call, we do have a line open if you want to call, though. Again, 617-266-6868. 508 says, Sandy, should they remove Robert Byrd's name from everything in his home state? Hmm. Well... That's an interesting question. I think that's up to the people of West Virginia, whether they want to remove his name from everything. Robert Byrd was their senior senator for decades and brought home the bacon to his state the same way Ted Kennedy protected Massachusetts. Robert Byrd protected West Virginia. Was he a racist? Oh, yes, he was. He was a former Grand Dragon of the Klan. I don't know what his final beliefs were. I know what he was as a younger guy. Let's hope that people change and evolve and can learn when they have made a huge mistake or what they believed was evil. I don't know if he ever did, if he ever changed. No idea. But I think that's up to the people of West Virginia what they want to do. It's he was their um, he was their representative. He rep, he you know he's protected them. They're the ones that have named things after him. I don't think you find much named to Robert Byrd outside of West Virginia. So if they want to make that statement, if if the people in the state vote to do that, then that's up to them. That's their business. I'm not going to tell them what to do in their state. The same way I'm not going to tell the people in New Mexico what they can do with those people who are tried to drag down the conquistador uh, statue and uh, and basically were were fought off by armed yahoos. I mean, this is ridiculous. You you can't force people to do stuff. We can't force West Virginia to take Robert Byrd's name off of stuff. And in the people in New Mexico have got to come to some kind of discussion and meeting of the minds over the conquistador statue. You, you have to work together. And to me, whether you agree with this Emancipation Memorial petition or not, it shows to me a, a, a big step toward a civilized discussion on the matter instead of taking the matter into their own hands like whoever cut off the head of Columbus did in the north end of Boston. Um, who is it? Uh, 781 says, Sandy, north end group says Columbus, Columbus statue is coming back, but Marty Last Call Walsh insists no formal decision made. 
Um, well, it's part of Austin. I think uh, if the mayor does something that the people of the North End don't like, they can vote against him. Um, there's all sorts of ways to deal with decisions that are made unilaterally, and I think that's that's one way to do it. Um, but we don't know yet what the mayor of Boston's going to do about the statue. We'll find out when they make some kind of uh, announcement. I think the Emancipation Memorial, if enough people don't like it, should be removed. But we need to find out through a petition and through public discussion like what we're having now. It, I, that does not mean I think all statues should be removed if they're offensive by somebody. I think it's ridiculous to to remove everything and rename everything because there are no perfect people out there to name anything after. Somebody pointed out earlier that the square, Dudley Square, which was renamed uh, last December, as a matter of fact, um, and it, but the problem is it became Nubian Square. The Nubians were, you know, slave traders. So you named one, one was a white slave trader, one wasn't. So you're, tra you know, did they think about that before renaming the square? I don't know. I wasn't part of that discussion. So maybe they did, maybe they didn't. Uh, there is nobody who's perfect out there. Mahatma Gandhi apparently had some racial issues and they want to tear a statue down, ignoring all the good that he did. So not everybody is perfect. In fact, nobody's perfect. Everybody does good things. Everybody does bad things. And I guess it's just a, in the fashion of the moment, which things you care about. And I think we need to be careful about doing that. I don't like political fads that control what parts of culture we keep and what parts we don't. And I don't think that's what's happening with the Emancipation Memorial. That's just my opinion. Cliff in Dorchester, welcome to WRKI. Yeah. Hi, Sandy. Hi, how are you, um, sir? I'm really outraged uh, because, um, first of all, I think the statue should stay up. Okay. Because it's part of history. Mm-hmm. And also, when when it first happened in the North End, yeah. And you are you see that, which uh, statue are you talking about? Columbus? Or are you talking about the Emancipation statue? The, the Emancipation. Okay. That should stay up because it's part of history. Okay. And uh, usually, when somebody's getting pardoned, back in those days, they they used to be on their knees and stuff like that. It's really? like saying the guy that actually made the sculpture is was racist because of the way he made it. You know okay. what, I'm what they're going to do? Go after this guy's graveyard and break it down because he was... So no, and nobody's suggesting that either, Cliff. Nobody's saying that that's appropriate. We're yeah, saying that the vision has changed of society. And the people has, now find it offensive where they may not have in 1870. Yeah, vision has changed, but history is still the same. Okay. There is place. You can't, you can't deny that. Also, with Christopher Columbus, if mm. it wasn't for Christopher Columbus, there wouldn't be no America. You know that, right? Well, yeah, there'd be an America, all right, because there were people here when no, Christopher Columbus it, came. It would, be, it would be different. It would be maybe another 10,000 years before somebody else brings a Of group course of it would here. be different. But but to say, Cliff, what, that statement is actually the problem. He, the, of course America would be here. It would be different no, because it, our history would be different. Was, but to say there would be no America is ridiculous because there were people here. No, it, it would be different because all the countries in the world— they are slavery. I'm from Haiti. Yeah. First black nation to have the independence. Okay. And what we got right now, there's still nothing. Okay. Nothing. It's just it's just a fight. It's a bunch of it's a group of people coming down to the cities, burning down the black neighborhoods and every other places, yeah. and then they go back to the suburbs. And then there's ten thousand people dying every day. 
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Uh, Dorchester shootings every day, black on black. Where's yeah. Black Lives Matter on, on that case? Nowhere to be found. It's okay. It's a group of people, a bunch of people, like a bunch of white kids with the mentality of creating a race war in this country. And they go there, hit and run. And they go back in the suburb. They sit down and laugh at I don't think they're sitting down and laughing. I think they're mistaken, but I don't think they're sitting down and laughing, Cliff. Listen, they go back and say, look at those fools over there. We just burned the neighborhood. They think we're doing them some good. That's all they're doing. I I agree with you in that I think uh, there are some very, and thank you for the call, Cliff. I think there are some people who are very inconsiderate in what they're doing, but I don't think they're doing it for laughs. I think that they believe what they're doing is somehow going to foment change. I think they're extremely wrong, and I think they're being manipulated. That is just my opinion. Jimmy and Saugus, welcome to WRKO. Welcome back, Sandy, baby. Hi, Jimmy. How are you? They should, oh, I'm just fine. I just say, you know, if you're going to take the statue down, you should maybe make a new statue based on the original design that was rejected. Well, that's not a bad idea, Jimmy. Do this statue which has Lincoln in the middle and then the ringed by by Civil War vets, black Civil War vets is what they were, what the initial statue was going to be. You know, you shouldn't erase history because if you, for those who forget history are doomed to repeat it. I absolutely agree with that. And I don't believe in erasing history. But I think if, if this statue is that offensive to that many people and enough people sign the petition, then go ahead and move it to a museum. They don't want it destroyed, by the way. They want it moved to a museum and put into some kind of social context or historical context or both. And I think that's a perfectly reasonable thing to do, to be honest with you. I missed hearing you on the radio. Well, thank you for the call, Jimmy. I appreciate it very much, and I'm sure I will talk to you again. We're going to take a break. I'm Sandy Shack, and this is BB in the Middle. 617-266-6868. The number is 617-266-6868. I am Sandy Shack. I am in for VB today. And for the rest of the week, our text number is 70470. Let's see. And on the text line, 617, you are sadly just as wispy-washy as VB. People since 1870s never gave this statue a thought. Now it keeps people up at night. And I love the white the whites who submit with guilt. Who says that they've been happy with it? You didn't know about it. That doesn't mean that they were happy with it. That just meant that you didn't know about it. Let's see. 603, Sandy, 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 you worked with Howie all those years, and you have the nerve to say no one's perfect. I'm sure Howie is beside himself thinking he didn't educate you. Um, that could be. That could very well be. I'll tell you a, a quick little story. When I started at WBZ um, as a writer, uh, Howie, I was speaking to Howie on the phone when I had accepted the job, and he said he knew that something good would have run rub off on me after working with him for so many years. In other words, you know, it was his it was his talent that, you know, that I eventually absorbed through osmosis. And that's why I got the job as a writer. He may not be wrong, but, you know, 
Way to go, Hal. Thanks. Um, we're talking about the Emancipation Memorial, whether the statue should be removed. I think if enough people want it to be removed, then you remove it. I think that's how you get things changed. I don't think you go and burn things down, spray paint things, chop off the heads of statues. I think that's what you don't do. I think meaningful change comes from dialogue and people agreeing on it, not being bullied and forced into it. Gene and Mattapan, welcome to WRKO. Hello. How are you, sir? Oh, I'm amazing. Thank you, Sam. So can what you do you me? think? I can. What do you think about the Emancipation Memorial? Do you think it should be moved, or do you think it's fine just where it is? It should have been gone years ago. It shouldn't have even been put up. Okay. You the don't reason like, is, is... Yeah? Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, no, you go ahead. I You dropped out there for a second. Finish your thought. Oh, take it down. All of them should be gone. Columbus and everybody else that was a colonizer had anything to do with slavery. If you look at the image, it's a horrible image. You know, I'm from Mattapan. There was a report that came out not too long ago. Folks from Mattapan are worth $8 in terms of their assets. So you take your $8, you go downtown, and you see a statue of someone that looks horrible like a monkey, and you want to see that? You can't even be a part of the American dream, the fabric of this country. Take it down. It's a pittance. I mean, if the country wants to do right and rebuild the culture, let's start. You know, let this be an olive branch of some sort. Take them all down. And if anyone wants to complain about history, pick up a book, get online, read and study. You don't need to see a statue to be reminded that someone was a slave or that we did wrong. This is absurd. What do you think of Mr. Bullock's idea of moving it into putting anything that's offensive like this into a museum or a warehouse somewhere with a door says, if you want to go see what stupid things people have done, here you go. Go in and take a look, but we don't need to see it in the park. No, that's stupid. We've okay. Been museums, we've been doing museums our whole lives. Okay, can we do something new here? Isn't that what makes America great? People are creative, right? Yeah. There's, there's a need here. There's a need here. So where's the invention? We're tired of that. Let's do something new. Come on. Well, what's the new I mean, thing that you would like to do? Yeah. Well, first of all, take it down. And I do not promote violence, okay? I don't yeah. espouse violence. You mean everybody agreeing to take it down, not oh, destroying like, it? Yeah. I'd like a revolution. Okay. Saying, you mean I'm a peaceful saying, look, re- revolution, don't you, Gene? Absolutely. I like okay. peace, of course, of yeah. course. Because words can be very, very strong. Yeah. Take so, it down. All right, so it, so it comes down. What is it that you want to do? to either memorialize Lincoln or to make sure that people don't forget how horrible slavery was? How, would, how can they forget? You turn on the TV every single day. How can you forget? Oh, who was that that got shot? Oh, he's black. Oh, black people were slaves. How could you absolutely forget about slavery? You cannot. It's woven into every single thing that we do. Take the statue down. Well, here's the thing, Gene. It seems to be woven into every single thing that happens for you. But for a lot of people, it's not. And isn't that part of the problem? That they didn't even... Isn't that what Rachel Rollins was talking about last week? Is that people don't even realize... And by people, I mean people who aren't black and who are very attuned to what's happening. But people who aren't black maybe didn't have any idea how bad it was until everything exploded in Minneapolis. Maybe for them, it is a good idea to have a statue around that reminds you that this is what happened once. You can't let this happen again. 
Well, statues are dead. Okay. Okay. And people, people are living. If you mm-hmm. can't get outside your bubble, and I've, I'm 38 years old. Mm-hmm. I've been all around the world. I've been all around the country. Been educated in all kind of different settings and seen all kinds of people. If you can't get outside of your setting to see actually what's going on, and if you need a statue to remind you, then that's the problem. That's the issue with this country. Okay. Um, I agree with you on a lot of what you said, Gene, and I thank you so much for the call and your perspective. Um, but I don't agree that statues don't form a function. And I don't agree with you that we don't need to be reminded. Some people don't need to be reminded. But that doesn't mean everybody doesn't need to be reminded. And that's just, we, I approve of the, or agree with the idea of let's think outside the box, but let's hear some ideas besides take it down. Let's hear something that's proactive, that's going to make sure that people continue to learn from history without, without causing distress to other people. There has to be a way. Let's talk about it and figure out what we can do. Richard in New Hampshire, welcome to WRKO. How are you, sir? I'm good, Sandy. Thank you for uh, thank you for your show, and I've listened to you now several days. Oh, and um, I wanted to put in a word. Um, I don't think that first of all, just a little bit. Of, uh, I don't think that statues are just for remembering. Mm-hmm. I don't think people remember back that far. I think it's to honor certain people. Yeah, some of whom deserved it then, maybe don't deserve it now. But if you need a commission to. Uh, uh, Go at it year after year, deciding, you know, who who's in and who's out, you know. I but think I that should be left. Uh, the- well, I'm just going to say, I'll let you finish, but I just want to say, I think that really is up to the people who live in any particular area, whether they want to memorialize somebody or keep it or not. I don't think I have the right to tell people in West Virginia what to do. I don't think I have the right to tell people in New Mexico which statues they can have. I think they need to figure out for themselves what they want, but they have to do it through nonviolent nonviolence and not vandalizing things. That's just my opinion. I agree with you to a point. I yeah. agree with you to a point. I live in New Hampshire. Mm-hmm. I think the statue of George Washington in the public garden is one of the most beautiful, magnificent um, statues to the greatest president we ever had, George mm-hmm. Washington. Yeah. And uh, a lot of people may disagree, but uh, if it wasn't for him, you'd be curtsying to the queen today. But in any case, yeah. I wanted to put in and by the way, that was defaced. Um, oh, that's horrible. In, in in any case, oh yeah, it's been mocked up to to a fairly well. Robert E. Lee, Robert E. Lee, they want to take down his statues. Uh, Rob, you, you have to people have to understand that at the time of the Civil War, prior to the Civil War, the state was the important issue in people's lives. Mm-hmm. People lived and died and and existed within a state. They didn't travel around the country. They didn't get in a plane and go to California in uh, five hours. Mm-hmm. They lived there. They stayed there. That's where they worked. That's what they... So they were... In fact, before the Civil War, the term that was used and was in literature and books and, and uh, documents was the United States are, plural, A-R-E. Um, it only became when Lincoln, after the Civil War... Well, prior to the Civil War, he did it in order to form a per- more perfect union that the United States began to be referred to as is. Mm. That's when you looked at it as a singular. Up until then, it was Robert E. Lee was uh, was um, Virginia was his was his um, what he considered. That's where his le- uh, allegiance was, was yeah. to 
the state of Virginia. Sure enough. And let me say one other thing about Lee. Mm. Lee was a five-star general in the Confederate Army, yet he wore the, uh, the, the uniform of a colonel his entire service uh, in the Confederacy. He refused to put on a fight. So he wasn't looking for glory and honor. But nope. his men loved him, and they wanted him to continue a guerrilla war. Read about it. It would have been awful. That war would have gone on for 30 more years. Mm. But he told his men, go home to your farms, go home to your families. This war is over. Put your guns down. That was the end of the Civil War. And that we owe to Robert E. Lee. And if for nothing else, his statue should remain. I don't have a problem with keeping Robert E. Lee up. I've said that before. I don't think you need to come down because you're a Confederate general. I think the issue is for, in this particular case for me, the Emancipation Memorial is because of the kneeling, the kneeling slave. I think that's oppressive, and I'm told by other people who um, share that history uh, that it is oppressive. And if enough people agree with that, then I think you should remove the statue and move it someplace else. I don't, but have, I think, a, I don't have a problem with that. I've never seen that. I've never seen that statue, but so yeah. I, I can't really judge it. Well, that's just it. I, this is why I wanted to bring this up. This is a this is a dialogue for people to take a look at something they didn't know. It bothers some people apparently a great deal. They put it out a petition. Nobody has tried to deface it. Nobody's trying to you know knock it off its off its. Uh, a pedestal, pedestal or or you know spray paint it they're saying this bothers us this is why can we take it down and they're asking for our input yep. on it and to me that's how you do this yep. that's how you change things thank you so much for your call richard i really appreciate it so i think we've i think we can all agree that that uh, we need to look at stuff uh, you know, through other people's eyes. And we don't have to agree with them. We don't have to do exactly what they say. We can figure it out, but we have to have a dialogue about it and not just take things into your own hands. Thank you for joining me. I'll join you again tomorrow. This is Sandy Shack. I am in for VB, and this is WRKO. VB in the middle. WRKO. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.